Hey there, and welcome to episode 13 of the Cookies and Kale podcast. I'm your host, Ginny Levitt. So, um, you know, I shared yesterday, I kind of wing, I wing what I talk about on here um, based on just some overall ideas and topics. And um, what spoke to me this morning, um, interestingly enough, I actually kind of started last night and I was like, okay, like maybe I'll talk about this tomorrow. And then I was on with a client first thing this morning and the, the exact topic came up and I was like, perfect. Like that was my sign. Like, let's do it. So today we're really going to be talking about this idea of non-negotiables and how that can turn a dietary approach from feeling like a diet into a lifestyle. So um, first of all, let's kind of talk about what non-negotiable means. Um, it sounds pretty self-explanatory, but I just want to be really clear so that we can, you can be thinking about like what those non-negotiables would be, um, as we go through the podcast. So, um, in this particular sense, um, non-negotiables can really be applicable to anything in your life. Um, it can be that you, um, absolutely need to have massages as a form of self-care or that you do yoga or that you, um, go to the gym regularly or that you have a date night with your spouse or your significant other or, um, a date night with your child. You know, there's a lot of different things that can be considered non-negotiable in your life. And what you want to consider when it's, uh, what makes it a non-negotiable is why? So is it bringing you a sense of joy? Is it bringing you a sense of purpose or fulfillment? Um, is it serving in some way for you to, um, d- you know, grow or benefit from its existence? Um, in this particular sense, we're going to be talking about non-negotiables as they relate to your nutrition and to your food. Um, so those things that uh, you really seek joy from um, or that really um, fill either nostalgia. I don't want to say like fill a void, but they serve a purpose that sometimes is above and beyond nutrition. Um, okay. So, uh, let's chat about like why this all started and why this came about. Um, you know, it's, it's a fine balance constantly in this idea of like nutritional approaches. I'm not necessarily a proponent of like diets per se, but I also know that eating certain ways can prove to be beneficial for, um, weight loss or performance increases or, uh, you know, insert goal here. Um, so for example, the ketogenic diet, Um, It can feel restrictive for people because there's a lot of foods that you quote unquote can't have. And that word can't can be the differential, right? Because that's the mindset. It's the the mindset that starts to come in here when we think of what you can or can't have on any diet. And that's typically what people associate with um, when they consider diets don't work um, is this idea of restriction. But if we are you know, looking at like macro counting, for example, where maybe you're not necessarily in ketosis, but it's like a lower carb, moderate protein, um, moderate fat type approach. Um, there are certain things at some point you quote and unquote can't have if you're going to be hitting your macros. Um, you know, especially if you've already like hit your macros for the day, um, you know, but you really want like fruit and you're like already at your carb limit, then you technically quote and unquote can't have them. Right. So what I'm saying is like eating from a macro approach, like never really feels like a diet, but to an extent, you know, is that just because people aren't looking at it that way? So, um, being very aware of how you are looking at 
what's going into your nutrition and what's going into your body um, and looking at it from a perspective of, is this going to serve me or is this going to um, not serve me? Um, and do I want it? And that's where we kind of go into the non-negotiable factor. So um, let's just use the ketogenic diet because that's so popular right now. Um, you know, I have a keto plan. I've done keto. I think that there's a lot to be said for it. Um, I think that there's obviously there are certain situations where and certain individuals where it doesn't work. Um, in fact, I actually have one client um, who switched from the ketogenic diet. Um, he's a CrossFitter and he switched from the ketogenic diet to, um, the Renaissance protocol. So if you do a quick Google search on Renaissance protocol, it's basically macro coaching and, um, his performance soared and his energy soared. So he just was not hitting the macros that he needed in order to perform at his best. And I want to point out that it is entirely possible that he was not eating um, either enough fat or too few carbohydrates to fully be in ketosis. A lot of times people just, uh, start a keto plan and the goal is just to do like low carb, high fat. And they, they don't know, um, if their macros are right and they don't know if they're actually in ketosis. And so that is something that let's just like the little asterisk here, right? Like that's a caveat because the goal with ketosis is to become fat adapted. So um, just to give a you know kind of general context here, um, when you know your body has like two primary fuel sources, and the first one is carbohydrates. Um, that's like the most readily available, breaks down into blood sugar, blood glucose, um, readily used. The next preferred fuel choice would be fat, um, and the last preferred fuel choice is protein. So protein actually takes a lot of energy in order to get energy back. So it's like not ideal. Um, whereas if we, um, do not have access to the carbohydrates, then the body can become fat adapted and start to use fat as its preferred, uh, energy source. And so a lot of times what happens with people is they, um, are either eating too many carbs, like too many carbs. That mean the body is still able to get enough energy from the carbohydrates. And so doesn't prefer to get the energy from the fat, but it might not be enough carbs. So you still kind of feel funky and off and cranky and tired and just not good. Um, or there's not enough fat on the flip side to provide enough energy for the body to, um, kind of function well either. So a lot of times what happens when people do like a high protein, low carb diet, um, that kind of leaves them in that limbo of feeling brain fog, low energy, because there's not really a fuel source that the body can rely on that's effective for energy. So it's entirely possible this one client was experiencing that. But when he, by the time he got to me, he was like, I don't want to do keto anymore. Um, I just want to do the, this RP protocol. And he started to switch gears and it, he soared like immediately, which is just, it's totally fine. That's why, that's why coaching exists because, um, and why, you know, my whole premise is there's really not one right way to do it. Um, so he, um, was able to tweak some of his, uh, macronutrients and things like that. And now he's, he's doing really well with his, um, energy. I don't think he's seen very much shift in his weight yet. Um, but you know, his, he's very happy with his performance goals. So that's very, um, that's a very positive thing for him. Um, but I bring all of this up because, you know, keto again is one of those like most, um, kind of the most popular thing right now. I think, uh, like a majority of everybody has heard of keto. I know I've talked about it on the show before. Um, and it's really important to know that it's actually really challenging to quote unquote cheat 
or digress on a ketogenic diet. And I use the word cheat just because I think that's what majority of people use. That's the terminology. Of course, I prefer to um, consider it like a treat, but um, you, when you're first trying to get into ketosis, um, carbohydrates will knock you out. And once you've kind of been consistently in ketosis for a couple weeks and your body's become fat adapted, then you can start to play around with what's called carb cycling, where you can reintroduce carbohydrates, um, cycle in, let your body use carbohydrates for the day, and then you cycle back out and become fat adapted. It's a great way to kind of like keep your body on its toes, if you will. And there's not like a ton of long-term evidence behind that, um, but it is an approach that you can use. Um, as you're still working towards your goals that, um, ultimately allows you to have a treat day. But the goal is you have to like you, if you get knocked out of ketosis, like the next day you have to try and get back in so you can cycle in and out. Um, and so knowing that and knowing that that's an option, um, suddenly this, the keto diet, um, may no longer feel like such a restrictive option, but I don't think a lot of people necessarily know that. And, the other factor here is to consider what your non-negotiables are. So I was talking with a client this morning who, um, he's doing more of like a paleo type approach with his wife and, um, they've not, they've had great results. And, uh, she was expressing that she's wants to get to a point where she feels like she can, um, open up her diet a little bit more. And he was expressing that he felt, um, like he didn't necessarily need to because he was feeling so good. This felt manageable. His cravings were in control. He felt like he could, you know, have a beer on the weekends and feel good and like not have to, he didn't feel like it was a diet. So they're eating the same types of foods and it's just like a different mindset and a different, um, different need. So for her, pizza was like a non-negotiable And in life, you know, it's like she could do without it for a little while, but overall, like she was getting to a point where like she wanted to have it back. And so when it comes to a non-negotiable, there's a couple of ways that you can approach it. Um, The first is always to explore if you can, like, do you want like the real deal or do you, is there a way that you can find a healthier way to enjoy those flavors or have that type of, um, you know, indulgence without it being um, necessarily um, unhealthy or like not within the the scope of what your plan is, if you will, to help try and achieve your goals. Um, so when I was doing the keto diet, um, I really started to kind of notice, um, like after dinner, I was like, I still kind of feel like I want something and something kind of sweet, but like not, I wasn't craving like, um, chocolate. I was, I was honestly, I was craving like fruit And so I would have, you know, a couple of berries or that's when I started to make, um, something called, um, I, it's, I kind of made it up. It's like this almond butter, coconut oil, uh, stevia blend. I use a little bit of, um, cracked sea salt on the top and it's like this sweet salty. And like, that was like my quote unquote dessert. It was also like my fat bomb, um, that got, that got my fats up for the day. And so for me, it was like a great alternative, um, to having, you know, a dessert or something sweet. Um, and you know, when it came to, I think we did this all like right before the holidays. And, um, I was thinking about like, do I like, do I want to have pie? Like, is that something I want to break, um, in order to have pie or stuffing or these other dishes that like I traditionally would love. And none of them were like non-negotiables for me where I was like, hands down, that's what I want. So it was kind of like, okay, I'm willing and open to making healthier alternatives that like allow me to feel like I'm, you know, participating and enjoying food, 
but in a way that still um, keeps me going um, with my uh, like food approach and towards my goals. And so, um, you know, it's just this self-discovery, self-exploration that um, you kind of have to do to understand, first of all, what foods are your non-negotiables, um, and then also figuring out, like, if there's, if it's like, so for some people, it's literally like a specific type of pizza. I'll, actually, I have a perfect example. Um, I'm from Charlottesville, Virginia, so if anybody's been there or is from there who's listening, you know what I'm talking about when I say the word Bodo's bagels. I could care less about any other bagel in the world, but I will eat a Bodo's bagels and possibly two, maybe even three in one day, especially because I don't get to Charlottesville very often anymore. And so I miss them, but they're that good. And for, for me, that's like a non-negotiable. If I visit Charlottesville, like, I don't even care if I was still eating keto at the time. Like, yeah, that's going to be a, a carb cycle day for me. Like I want those, like, that's good. That's, it's just, it's just like an experience for me. And I'm comfortable with that. And I admit that. And I know that and can understand about my, understand that about myself. So for some people, it might be like a very particular brand or, um, a restaurant or a location, and that type of food might be like that non-negotiable. Now, if you find, um, so like, what do you do if like everything's a non-negotiable? Cause that I feel like is sometimes, um, the next question and it's a great question, but I think it also, you know, requires again, looking at why, like, why are these, all these foods feeling like non-negotiables? Like if, if you find yourself saying like, well, pizzas and non-negotiable and chips and cookies and, um, you know, the whatever, like little donut packs, you know, that you get at the gas station, like all of these things feel like non-negotiables to me, then that's when you want to take a deeper look and explore like why, like what is it that those foods are serving and, um, how are they serving towards your goals? Um, whether that's health related goals, weight related goals, self identity or self love or body image goals. Um, and really exploring their purpose and then also their frequency. So it could be that there's, it's like a non-negotiable for you to at some point be able to enjoy, um, like those little gas station packed donuts at some point without feeling guilty, totally fine. But it's like, maybe it's a road trip that you take like once a year. Um, or, you know, it's, it's just something that's not happening every day on your ride home from work. Um, so kind of exploring frequency and intention behind some of those other items. Um, so you can see, I mean, all of this, everything that we talk about is really, it's always going to come back to like self-discovery. It's going to require like a conversation with yourself, sometimes with some guided questions for like from the podcast or from a friend or from health coaching or from somebody who's just supportive of you. Um, but it always comes back to like self-exploration and self-discovery. So, um, you know, whether or not you want to try a keto diet, macro coaching, um, you know, or macro-based eating, um, or a paleo approach or whatever, there's always going to be some element of like restriction. I mean, that's just the truth. Like when you go, when you set out to change your eating habits, there is an element of restriction because you are starting to focus on shifting your nutrition from one behavior to another. And so it's, it's not necessarily sitting here and saying foods are off limit or foods are bad, but it is an element of like, well, I'm trying to not eat that much of those old things and trying to eat more of these other things. Um, and so don't get too hung up on the word restriction for that. Um, and explore what your non-negotiables are and figure out ways to work them in. Because, um, the other part about this too, and I think I blew, (laughs) 
I blew this, um, I blew two clients' minds in the past couple of days because I've been talking about this subject kind of consistently where I was like, listen, like if you intend to enjoy this weekend, then do it without guilt, you know, go into the weekend without any guilt associated, um, your task, your actual goal that you set for yourself this week to could be that you are balancing in the week ahead and then you intend to enjoy over the weekend. Um, so you intend to enjoy that non-negotiable item, whatever it might be. Um, and when you start to intend and, and, or approach life with intention, eat with intention and focus on removing the guilt associated with, um, whatever behavior that might be, I think you'll be amazed at how much your life will start to transform. So I just challenge you today, you know, to explore what your non-negotiables are as you approach nutrition, self-care, um, you know, exercise, whatever it might be, whatever arena and, um, you know, start to figure that out and, uh, figure out ways that you can work it, work those items in, um, so that this feels like a sustainable lifestyle shift for you. Thanks so much for tuning in today.